on Vine Tyneths. Happy <laughs> backing on that. Woo! His wife. That is creepy, but I would say that it, I, I don't think it's necessarily creepy. Hello, and welcome to the tie-ins. I'm Johnny. I'm Cartel. I'm Mike. This week, we hung out with Tall Knob, Fishman, and Tom Pom, but before we get to that... Hey guys, how you been doing? Doing all right. Fucking Brooklyn. Right on, right on. Been playing anything new? Watching anything new? Doing anything new? Uh, let's see. NBA trade trade deadline was this week, so you can know when we're recording this kind of. And Magic made some moves, and I saw a game. We won. Uh, well, Magic won. Uh, nice. And uh, yeah, that's the new stuff with that. So yeah, I've been rocking some NBA 2K23. And all day ignoring your friends. Yep. Also <laughs> taking breaks while cleaning the house and doing homework. <laughs> anything anything I'm watching? Oh, I started Abbott Elementary for the first time. Uh, uh I watched a few episodes of that. It's pretty good. It's great. It's great. It's yeah. great. So I'm, I'm I've never even heard of this. What is this? That. It is Parks and Rec Parks and Rec for a uh, Philadelphia elementary school. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah, that sounds good. Gotcha. Yeah, just like one of those uh, mockumentaries, and yeah, and no, it's I'm already I'm already digging it. I'm like two episodes in, three episodes in, maybe. Anybody big in it? Uh, did you? <laughs> did you watch Everybody Hates Chris? I did not. All right. Well, the, the the kid who played Chris Rock as a kid is now an adult, and is it? Oh, uh, he's the, the teacher. He's one of the teachers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's like that's like the only thing, the only person I really recognize. But yeah, it's, it's I know it's a deep cut. <laughs> Actually, it's not. I, I thought it was pretty popular. I, I, I mean, it was uh, yes, it was popular, but also like I know like not a lot of people watched it. Like in our, I know Michael probably didn't see it. Yeah, because like she's on the cover of magazines and stuff now, like blowing up, and good for her. Yeah, what's her name? <laughs> no idea. You uh, you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Quint uh, Brunson. Oh boy, <laughs> you are cutting in and out. I hope that's <laughs> just that us. is me. That is me uh, stuttering. <laughs> uh, Michael, what you been up to? A lot of new shows, I guess. Um, not dead yet, which is. Uh, man, I don't know the actress's name, but Jane from Jane the Virgin and Cece from New Girl. That's their is, uh, show. Is that the uh, I See Dead People It is. Show? Yep. All right. I am actually grabbing a pen and writing this down because I saw a commercial for it and wanted to see it, then forgot this the name. So Cece not from New dead Girl? yet. Yep. All right. All right. Remind me about this. Oh, yeah. Is that- Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> That's the big draw for Cartel. Freeber. <laughs> she's no, she's she's a great actress. She was in um, She's got a great personality. No, she was in uh Killing Gunther as a sniper and she's uh awesome. She waited for Godot? <laughs> <laughs> 
she is there asking him, like, what's wrong with my shoes? Like, from the very beginning. Well. Yeah, yep, just... I know, I know. You <laughs> started it, and I, I, I killed all right, it. All right, all right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, I liked both those actresses, so, um, good show. Um, we are watching, uh, New Amsterdam, which has been around for a very long time, and is, I would say, if you took The Last of Us, not The Last of Us, dang, that's not what I meant. This Is Us. Yeah. No, This Is Us. (laughs) This Is Us (laughs) is a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit different, yes, no. I'll get to The Last of Us, but no, it was uh, This Is Us and ER. If you took those two and combined them, you would have New Amsterdam. So it's very saccharine, very Thursday night NBC classic show. Um, Yeah, I never watched either of those, so I have no idea. But it's actually pretty good. Um, Shrinking, awesome. Harrison Ford, Jason Segel. If you like either of them, you should give it a shot. I think I saw something about that, but I... Yeah, I, I think I think it just I gotta, dropped out of existence. Is that on? Is that what? Yeah, what is that on? What platform? Oh man, I have no idea. Hold on, look it up. But Harrison okay. Ford is Jason Siegel's boss, and is that HBO or is that like a like Apple thing? Apple TV. Oh, you goddamn you with that rich people TV! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll, 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 I mean, wait, Ted, Ted Leo drops in like March, so when when that when that drops I'll, I'll, I'll uh, all right yeah so um you should check it out harrison ford's really good and it. jason siegel's good in pretty much everything so um yeah i'll wait till the uh season for ted leo to drop yeah lasso i thought you ted were just leo. like i didn't call you out on that i thought you had like your own little nickname for him uh <laughs> but yes <laughs> i read an article about ted leo and the pharmacist having a 20 year anniversary for their album today and i was like god damn it really 20 years okay yeah I guess so. That's why it was in my head. Gotcha. Um, and then the last show, uh, which I alluded to by mistake earlier, is The Last of Us. Hold a bit. Let me interrupt. I have been having cable box issues. Oh. The last, like, week. And I am two episodes behind. <laughs> and they were, like, if you thought episode three was good, I really liked episode four and five. So so yeah yeah let's just I'm gonna I'll I'll stop it there you, you watch I'll it stop it there. I mean I'm not forward. one of those people that really hates spoilers I was just you know but uh, but also but, let's know. just not let's just not do it let's just move on because cartel hasn't even started watching nope right. I gotta finish the game I gotta finish the game he did not okay I'm just I'm moving on and I'm just gonna say I have played through the entire game and I am very happy with those episodes so I'll just leave it at that. Um, I've played through the game too, looking at Cartel. <laughs> hey, I've no, got like you got time. I've got, got like time. he did not. I've got like one or two days off in the next coming days, and I'm just gonna get a whole bunch of meth, go to a whole bunch of cocaine, and just fucking <laughs> go oh, to we, town. We've got cocaine cartel again this episode. <laughs> uh, well, not this one, but the next one. <laughs> Or whatever, but don't worry about it. Okay, it's gonna happen. I'm not worried about it. Uh, <laughs> he should have worried. But then, uh, then yeah, speaking of I games, I saw you playing uh, Tiny Tina again today. Yeah, I'm a creeper. I'm, I'm watching both. <laughs> You're of You're keeping tabs that's on me. That's how I know Cartel was playing NBA, but he wasn't in Discord. 
and you were playing Tiny Tina, avoiding me online instead of gaming with all you. Day. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it is a good game, and uh, I feel like I need a Tiny Tina partner. Um, but really fun game. Um, I hey, it'd be cool to uh, never mind. <laughs> be cool if you got the game, but um. Oh, <laughs> Mike is telling somebody to buy a game. This is big. This is big. This is big. This is this is interesting. Very interesting. I have to let my kitty cat out of the room real quick. Okay, but I hit max level, which I guess I should have read about ahead of time because I don't know if you've played like RPGs with me before. Anything that has like skill trees and things like that, I like to know ahead of time how many skill points I have so that I can just like completely max out my character the way I want him maxed out, and I didn't do that this time, and I, then I hit level 40, which was the last of my uh, uh, skill points that I was going to get. So, not super happy with my build, but then they have this like cool, once you hit level 40, there's a whole new skill tree that you can start filling out with uh, unlimited points. Like, you can just keep on leveling forever with those, so. I have the coldest hot take right now. There should not be level caps in RPGs. I should be able to level to whatever the hell yeah. I want and max out my character and be superhuman. Yep. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. No, we're gonna we're gonna excuse, s- excuse my interruption. That's fine because uh, we are we're gonna circle back to that later in this episode, I think. But um, then the last thing was uh, totally accurate battle simulator, which I was doing well at. I have hit a level that crashes my Xbox every single time I play the level. And it's not overheating really? or anything like that. I, my, and I've restarted my Xbox. I've quit the game. I don't quick resume or anything like that. I cannot get past this level. I haven't researched it yet to see if other people have hit this problem. But um, can, I, they, can I ask you a really dumb question? Go for it. Is your Xbox up and down or is it left and right? Up and down. Like standing. It is up and down standing. So, so it's I've, actually I've, it's actually sitting in a wedge holder so that it's diagonal. So I've read that. Uh, you want to have the board flat because that's where the liquid metal distribu- distributes evenly, even if it's not uh, on the whole thing, like on the whole chips, whatever. Because if you have it up and down, it can it can fall to one side on the chip. Mm. So maybe it's a you know like an undiagnosable overheating issue. But the strange thing is that I play much more graphically complex games than that, like Tiny Tina. And I'm not saying it's graphics. I'm just saying like. Yeah, maybe the, 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 un, un, undiagnosable heat, uh, uh, overheating thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's so quick. And judging by the wonky physics of tabs, I don't think they optimized as much as they possibly could. You know what I mean? I think it was a, a small budget kind of thing. Yeah. So I got to research that one because it's I, I enjoy the game uh, and I'm pretty far, but um, my progress is completely blocked at this point. But that is it for me. What about you? I, like I said, have been having cable issues, so I have not... Actually, that's not true. I, I have uh, dug back into the Science Channel. When my cable box is working, I'm usually streaming, but I was able to get the Science Channel up and running, and it's still kind of disappointing. Ever since Ancient Aliens it started, they have started this thing where you can't just learn about real things. You have to make up wild stories about it first, and then learn what it is. It's really weird to hear you say that... Cable box issues has stopped you from streaming. What is like cable box? Not many people are even using that anymore. You're not streaming through your Xbox. 
No, no. Uh, we don't hang out in the living room, really, unless we're gaming on the Xbox. We hang out in the bedroom where there is only the Switch, and we don't turn that on. Gotcha. Because <laughs> it's a Switch. So you're actually using, like, the HBO On Demand cable box app. Yes. Oof. Yes, sir. Uh, but I have been playing two new games that I am super stoked on. I finally cracked open Monster Hunter Rise, and I'm addicted. Running around, gathering shit, grinding. That is my jam. And uh, I, there was an open alpha of this game called Dark and Darker this week, and that game is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm usually not the PvP kind of guy, but it also has PvE, and it's like it's like Skyrim Battle Royale, but only like six or so teams. You're trapped in a dungeon. You gotta find the portals to get out. That that's it. There's treasure chests. There's Isn't there only like 18? 18 players. Uh, the games in a, in load. Match there. The games loads. It, you're in and out of games so quickly. There's no downtime. They they nailed it. I don't. To be honest with you, besides the lacking of certain features, I don't know why they're still in alpha. I don't know why they're not in early release because as is, I'd pay thirty bucks for that game right now. It was. I played it all day today. It was so fun. Yeah. I don't know what up there's mimics, there's skeletons, there's zombies, mummies, wizards, and you're just running around bashing shit with swords and axes and bows and arrows. It's awesome. Uh, Cartel hopped in for half a round. <laughs> I did not get to play. I I did not get to play. I uh, got called into work. You what? You are the reason though that I got. I'm addicted to Monster Hunter Rise. You got me over that initial learning curve of jumping into a Monster Hunter game, and now I think I know more than you just in the couple days that we've been playing. <laughs> oh, um, like I said, it's Monster Hunter Rise is a even simpler version of Monster Hunter World, which is an yes. even simpler version of the original Monster Hunters on PlayStation Two. So it's it's like. I remember trying to figure out the PlayStation 2 ones with Troy back at the old house. And that, like, took a lot of time. So, like, when Monster Hunter World came out and I did it with uh, old roommate Jubs, uh, Troy's and our old roommate Jubs, uh, it's a, it's a like I said, it's, it's one of those games where it's best when you have a guide, so. Yeah, you, uh, you got me over the hump with that uh, YouTube video and then... We stumbled through a couple boards, and it was it was good times. And now I can't put it down. I even have my wonderful lady hooked on it now. She's out in the living room on the Xbox playing it while I'm in the computer room playing. Are you guys able to play at the same time? We have not tried yet because I was on Dark and Darker all day today. Okay. <laughs> I was grinding, getting that level up in a alpha like a dumbass. <laughs> You're gonna character all wipe. That, all that progress is gone tomorrow. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, so that's basically what I've been up to. Um, let's hop right into this week's question, gentlemen. Cartel, we're going to you first. What was your favorite movie as a kid, and what is your favorite movie now? Uh, oh man, as a kid, probably uh, Terminator Two because. Really, I saw, 
I saw that one in the theater, like, when it came out, because my aunt took us uh, one summer vacation, so I came home, told my brother all about it, and somehow we were allowed to rent the Terminator, so my brother and I got to watch the Terminator after watching Terminator 2, uh, and, and, you, were I, just, and you were hooked as soon as you saw Arnold's buns. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it was more Terminator. <laughs> uh, but, I mean... Uh, Alright, so yeah, I would probably go Terminator as, as my favorite movie as a child, and then current favorite movie, uh, oh man. Predator. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it depends on what mood I'm in, but it would probably be like something like Big Lebowski versus... That's a good one. Yeah. Versus like Godfather 2, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, those like, are my top two. Like... <laughs> But I mean, this is, this is again like we're all like from the same thing from when those those those. I love the Big Lebowski. I've never seen The Godfather and don't ever want to. Those are not my top two. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's why like Mike and I like get along is because like you know we're simpatico we, in the movies. We, we we went to we went to college together, so like a lot of we watched a lot of the same movies. We did, like, yeah, yeah. And, like, I know his taste, and I know, like, my taste. Like, sometimes, like, you know, you want to bust out a uh, Josie and the Pussycats, and Mike's like, no, dude, no. <laughs> That's a good movie. That's a damn good movie. <laughs> Mike, comment. <laughs> you know what? I personally don't have much of a problem with it. It's not. I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but I do just have a, a fond memory of going to the movie theater for that movie. Because... Um, watch, watch it again. Give, give me this... Give me this. Uh, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, trust me. Validation. All right. All right. Me, I will rewatch it. I'll rewatch it. Watch it again and realize how it is a anti-capitalism movie, and no one realized it when it came out. I, I'll watch it again. I, the reason why it was so funny is because we had another friend with us uh, who was so. I mean, embarrassed. I say his name. Cartel's already named a bunch of people. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll call him JB. No, we know people know him uh, as JB, so that's not very uh, uh, identifiable. There's a lot of JBs in this world, um, but JB was with us, and so it was three guys who went to Josie and the Pussycats. Does Pussy he have a gallery? Uh, no, <laughs> different JB. <laughs> but see, there's a lot of JBs. <laughs> It's Jack Black, everybody. Yeah. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. Now I gotta, Sorry. I gotta edit that out. Well, yeah, that's our college roommate. I mean, but yeah, Come on, yeah! <laughs> that's where we always say it. <laughs> he stole all our bits. He, he did. He actually walk out. He went to walk out of the movie theater. He was too embarrassed mm. to be seen with us at Josie and the no, Pussycats. No, 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 no. Was it was there was that one, and we saw AI and AI. Oh, AI! He like, was pissed. I like. Oh, I, we were, I was. I was pissed too because I was like, "This is still going." <laughs> AI had like one of those Lord of the Ring endings where it was just like, "This should have been over an hour ago," and they just kept on saying goodbye and it goodbye just, and goodbye. It, it, just we, kept were on just like, we were we were zooming out and it was just like, "All right, roll credits, let's go." And then all of a sudden, and now here's another group of people coming up to this dude. Yep. <laughs> and it was just like, "What are we doing?" Yeah. But no, no. uh Josie and the Pussycats, uh, he, I believe he said, like, fuck, why don't we just watch The Animal? 
right? Or something like that. Like I don't know. But he I, would have rather watched the animal. I mean, I mean yeah, no, I, he was not happy with. But that's my memory of the movie. I'll watch it again for you. I personally love The Big Lebowski. Yeah, the dude abides. Terminator was not bad. I watched it for this podcast and had not ever seen it before that, but it was not bad. Michael, same to you, pal. When I was a kid, uh, absolute favorite movie was Empire Strikes Back. A New Hope, close second, but... When I was, I'm going to say 16 to 20, I watched Empire Strikes Back every night to go to bed. I mean, (laughs) it... It's the best Star Wars movie. Um, and A New Hope is a close second, but Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. And I think I watched it at like the perfect age because it just completely expanded my mind of like what was even possible in entertainment. I was probably watching like He-Man and Thundercats and things like, like just cartoons on TV. And then I think this was the first like live action like legit movie that i saw as a kid and it just completely blew my mind um had never even like really thought about space or anything like that and i don't know the force space and it was sort of like a uh i don't want to say like a western or something like that but or maybe one of those like i know a lot of people compare them to the like samurai movies and things like that but it was just like a very relatable story that kids could get into but but in space so Easily my number one movie from probably six years old to like twenty five. The, the the first movie I ever remember. Uh, you're not twenty five, Mike. You're older than that. It's not my the favorite first movie. movie ever, I remember watching uh, in the theater was uh, Return of the Jedi. So like, yeah, I, I really did that. Yeah, I think I think it hit at just like the perfect time in my childhood. Um, yeah, because because I remember. Uh, it came out like 1983, and it, and like I think I saw it sometime in '84 because I remember seeing it before my brother was born. So like you know that I would have been four, or three or four years old. So like I remember vividly uh, walking into the theater, watching the movie, and walking out like a different person. And like yeah, I, oh oh I, I well, just the opening scene of yeah. like this 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 massive spaceship is coming in in episode in Return of the Jedi, the Star Destroyer, mm-hmm. just this massive spaceship uh, coming on screen. I remember, like, looking back and, like, where's the ending? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I... Tried to, try to... Yeah, I like, like, that's, like, my literally first, probably first memory. And probably the first thing that ever actually caught my attention and, like, held my attention for more than, like, you know what, like a cartoon length of, you know, what do you get, like, seven minutes before a commercial pops on or something like that? And, like, I was just enthralled, like couldn't take my eyes off the screen the entire two hours so i watched star trek as a kid i believe when i was young star wars came on fox once and i didn't really pay attention to it the first time i actually watched star wars i was 15 years old which is why i'm still star trek above star wars but i love them both don't, don't murder <laughs> me please <laughs> um but the first time I watched Star Wars, my most vivid memory, I was watching it with my cousins at their house, and my grandparents just happened to be staying there as well, and my grandfather fell asleep on the couch with a beer in his hand, and every time he snored, it tipped just a little bit more. <laughs> so me and my cousins were not watching Star Wars. 
we were watching that bottle, waiting for it to spill, and it was so great when it did. We were we cheered, <laughs> woke my grandfather up. <laughs> but yeah, so I I did not get the childhood impression of it that you guys did. That that was Data and Jordy for me. Gotcha. Let's see though, as an adult, and it's not going to be anything. I mean, it's, gonna, it's Cartel's answer right here. Um, if if we're going <laughs> comedy then it's Big Lebowski, and if we're going serious, then it's Godfather 2. Um, but I think just like cinematically, Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 um, are like the best cinematic um, showcases for a cameraman getting out of the way, but always being in the exact right spot. I think I think the camera work in those two and the editing in those two movies, as well as this, just the script in those two movies, are probably the best best examples of great movies that I can think of. It's, it's perfect American cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I can't comment on that. <laughs> and and the, the music, the score, is insane. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every, there's so many great quotes. There's so many great scenes. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's great. Leave the gun, take the canola. I mean, <laughs> look how they massacred my boy. Every scene that, has got a I, quote. I have never heard that before. That should be like the slogan for America. Leave the gun, take the canola. <laughs> no? No. You guys don't want to discuss gun control on no. our video game podcast? <laughs> I don't understand how you've not heard that before, but I have I mean, never heard that before. Yeah, this was a lighthearted say, thing. Now you're getting all say, serious. Like, easily, like, there's got to be at least one <laughs> punk band that's used that as a sample, and you've never heard that? No, <laughs> you know, like, all right, John. No, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give us yours. I've listened to one punk band, and. So, never mind. Uh, I can't. I could, and it's good Charlotte. Um, anyway. <laughs> all right, so. I'm more like bad brains. <laughs> I, oh God, I love bad brains. See, Sorry. that wasn't breaking in and out for you, Mike. That's just his laugh. All right, <laughs> I'll go with it. Um, all right, so I was extremely torn on my childhood one. I, I again on almost all of these questions as I'm editing, I realize that I cheat every single question, but I'm probably going to cheat again. I. Wanted to ask my family, but I, I just didn't because I played Dark and Darker all day. I could not choose between Goonies and First Batman, Best Batman, Batman 89. They both, I can recite them still to this day, both word for word. I would say Goonies for you. Really? Yep. All right. You didn't know me when I was a child, but nope. all right. That's just what I'll take it. Yep. Um, but no, but I knew you right after that. And the only one that carried through was Goonies. Batman made a comeback, though. Goonies had longevity with you. <laughs> it did. I, I love you, that movie. You're a better Goonies fan than you are a Batman fan. So, I, yeah, I would say that as well. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, even uh, an old friend of ours for my birthday printed out the original Goonies script from the internet and gave it to me for my as a present for my birthday. So, yeah, okay. It's definitely Goonies. Yeah. I'm a Goonie. Goonies never die. Uh, I passed it along to my daughter. She has a Goonies tattoo. Hey, Mickey. Um, <laughs> hey, Mikey. 
Gotta go to that bathroom. Yeah, if you don't like Goonies, I don't even want to talk to you. Uh, it's got very great actors as children. They're all still starring in everything. Yeah. Let's still see. starring in everything. They're still starring. The game for the Commodore 64 was awesome. The game for NES was what? It was a piece of shit, but, you know, whatever. And my favorite movie as an adult... <sighs> kind of don't have a favorite movie as an adult but if i had to choose one it would be the two towers i didn't cheat there i didn't just say lord of the rings i said i picked one the two towers would probably be my favorite i love the lord of the rings movies um two towers has mary and pippin which are and i love comedy comic relief is my jam uh plus they get high in that movie can't beat that yeah and I'm going to go as far as to say Lord of the Rings. Probably better than Godfather. Yeah, you guys want to fight? You guys weren't jumping in on my movies (laughs) like we did with everybody else's, so... (laughs) Trying to bring you in. (laughs) I I jumped in there on the Goonies for you. You did, you did. (laughs) I have a lot to say about that one, but uh, I, I, I don't agree with you. I think objectively... Most people wouldn't agree with you, but I, I was I was just saying it to bring you guys in. But um, I do I do like the movie. I do like the trilogy quite a bit. the The fact of the matter is, when it comes to movies, television shows, you and Cartel do you are simpatico. I, as Cartel puts it, I like shit. <laughs> <laughs> If if I were to be shot into space and could only have one TV series with me, Cartel, what would it be? Star Trek Next Generation? No. Nope. Stargate. Stargate. SG-1, baby. SG-1. Okay. All right. All right. How far away from your mic are you right now? You Am in I the that next far? Room? Am I that far? Sounds like you're in the next room. That's with uh, I'm, Richard I'm Dean Anderson? Right next to it. RDA. Yes, sir. RDA. MacGyver. <laughs> yep. RDA himself. Yes, SG one and the voice of God of the God of War. Oh, you're right. Your man, Christopher Judge. I'm just going to edit that together like I just straight up say Christopher Judge right away. <laughs> so here, let's pick it up right here. <laughs> um, and it, it's got the God of War voice himself, Christopher Judge. He should also play God of War in the upcoming TV series, movie. I don't know what it is. How do you just pull that guy's name? Yeah, uh, Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) When are you coming back to the mic, Cartel? (laughs) Am I not here? You sound so far away all of a sudden. What is going on with this thing? (laughs) I didn't do anything. Mike, that got me. <laughs> oh, man, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Amazon. Sony is selling everything to Amazon and being like, make make this a show. I mean, that's not um, bad for them. That's pretty smart. So, And it's not bad for us. Uh, <laughs> I love my tie-ins. I love my adaptations. Uh, give me more. More episodes. Uh so that was my movies. Nobody cares. <laughs> Let's hop into our movie. This week, we're talking about Willow, the movie, and the series. 
Uh, but before we get to that, let's take a quick break. And we're back. This week's movie was Willow. Let me do my spiel. Willow is a 1988 high fantasy adventure film directed by Ron Howard and distributed by MGM. This movie stars Val Kilmer, Joanne Wally, Whaley, anybody? Don't know. All right. Warwick Davis. I don't... All right. We'll get into that in a minute. Billy Barty and Gene Marsh. That is the Wikipedia stars for this movie. This is a Warwick Davis movie, but for it, because America sucks, Val Kilmer was billed first, and that's the, and even on the Wikipedia right now, Warwick Davis is billed third. It's silly, and it's not in alphabetical order. Who, people that know how to change Wikipedia do it. <laughs> Put Willow up top. I think it's um, call sheet slash casting order. Well, that's horrible because it, Warwick Davis should be on the top. Anyway, anyway, cartel. I love doing this to you. Would you like to give us a rundown of the synopsis of this movie? Not at all. <laughs> I wanted to hear it. Oh, I still didn't do it. <laughs> don't remember much of it. I thought that because we watched this a while ago, and yeah, I knew you were going to rewatch it. Was I was this at I all tried a part to do homework. of your childhood? Oh, I saw this in the theater for like a week straight. I don't think I've seen it since then. Because I did not own this on VHS or DVD. Uh, and I only recently watched it probably two or three times. Michael, did you watch it as a kid? Yes, many times. Yep. It, I did not. It was not It was not up there like in the rotation like Indiana Jones and Star Wars was. Um, and for some reason, Ewoks were in the rotation as well. But... Uh, no, Willow... Oh, e- Ewoks had the made-for-TV movies. So. Yeah, those are the ones I'm talking about. I think my, my parents like recorded them on VHS, and then those those saw a lot of screen time. Um, they were also on the Disney Channel all the time. Yeah. You're only okay if Warwick Davis is a supporting character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did like this um. movie. I, I did uh, like it as a kid. It just, for some reason, I don't know, it, it, didn't, um, it didn't go on the rewatch list. Yeah, I don't know when I saw, first saw this movie, but it, I never saw it in the movie theater. I must have been a kid when I saw it, because it, it definitely, like, I have the feels, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I for sure saw this in uh, Bremerton, Washington, uh, with me, my mom, and my brother. We watched it many times at this old theater in there in Bremerton, and uh, I think we were the only ones in the theater that week. So it didn't do well? I don't remember it doing well. But uh, Johnny should know. I know. I know. I know. I know oh, we, yeah, because <laughs> I know. I know. I know. My family contributed at least three tickets for two or three days, so maybe six to nine tickets. Budget of thirty-five million. Box office one hundred thirty-seven point six million. So that's okay. All right. So, so we're we're probably like thirty bucks on there, forty bucks, fifty bucks, fifty bucks, sixty. Let's you say did, sixty bucks. You did five, your right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put days. a note. I'm gonna put a notation here on the internets. Yeah, Quartel contributed fifty. Yep. <laughs> Just while you're in there editing uh, Wikipedia to move Warwick Davis up top, just put a little star right by that uh, income. All right, Michael, would you like to give the synopsis for us? Hmm. A, I don't want to say wicked witch. <laughs> a, uh, but basically, yes, a wicked witch is um, 
making sure a sorceress, if you will, sure, an evil sorceress that <laughs> all of the uh, baby girls, I think, are rounded yeah. up because there is a prophecy that suggests that a baby girl will come about to um, be the downfall of the sorceress. So, a midwife from uh, uh, some lady who had just given birth uh, takes the baby. Uh, before it's about to get um, taken to the sorceress and puts it on this um, piece of swamp that happens to be uh, floating in the in the river. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't need your personal commentary in the synopsis here, guy. All right, so anyways, the the baby um, uh, makes its escape down the river, and Warwick Davis and his family find it, take care of it, and of course that's where the the story picks up is them basically protecting the baby and taking down the evil sorceress and uh, getting into hijinks along the way with her little brownie friends and stumbling upon a Han Solo-esque character uh, by the name of Mad Monaghan. <laughs> wow. That was a pretty good synopsis. That was way better than Cartel's synopsis are ever, but I enjoyed listening to Cartel's better. <laughs> <laughs> No offense, Michael. No, none taken. <laughs> yeah, that was great. This movie was uh, supposedly, as far as I know, by George Lucas for Warwick Davis during Return of the Jedi. Is it? He, he wrote something so that he could have a starring role uh, without makeup. But yeah, uh, if I, if I, if I Warwick Davis correctly. was only... Oh, he was cool. a kid. Yeah, uh, he was. How old was he? Maybe eighteen. Maybe eighteen. I don't. I don't think so. Fifteen then? No, he was still a teenager when this was filmed. Yeah, I think he was seventeen when they filmed this. Yeah, I'm. I'm talking about uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh. Um, oh, okay. he was like so twelve or he thirteen. Was, he was twelve, and he was such a good actor that George Lucas wrote a movie for this kid. And let me tell you, George Lucas was right. Yeah, Warwick Davis sure. is amazing. <laughs> I was actually going to say that about um, everyone in this movie. Which, like movies like this, sometimes I think it's um, crazy to think about. Like the actors that actually do well in a movie like this, where they're just you can tell everybody was like totally invested in it and believed that um, the director and the writers knew what they were doing because. There's a lot and of movies. Special effects were going to turn out. Yeah, because there's yeah. a lot of movies that get made like this where you can tell that the actors don't actually believe that this is going to be a good movie, and and somehow everybody in this movie believed it, and and all the acting was great, like from the smallest characters to the to the top billed characters, all good. Sorry, I'm a little distracted on the TV to the right of me. Mad Morgan is turning into a pig right now. I, uh, I, I, all right. So piggybacking on that, uh, I definitely think that <laughs> piggybacking on that. Woo! I, I, so I definitely think that what you're saying of like how everyone was invested in the movie is just, I think the star power behind the film got everyone excited on set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because look, 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 yeah. The, the Ron Howard's directing. You've got George Lucas writing, Steven Spielberg producing. Correct. And Val Kilmer right. is just coming off of Top Gun. Yeah, so, like, you know, he's got a little bit of push, and then Warwick Davis, you know, uh, who's phenomenal, uh, uh, doing his, his thing, shining as as the main character here. Like, 
it, it was definitely like a perfect storm or even this like a, a cosmic gumbo, if you will. <laughs> a cosmic gumbo of uh, I don't know if I will. Of of, of oh you will. Of quality and, and I, think, I think you should leave. I'm not <laughs> I'm not down with that. It, it was a cosmic gumbo and it was great and and it doesn't get much better than that. Like of just like everything every everything about this movie says it's a hit. It just didn't hit. It did though. It it made money, but it didn't like. It wasn't like uh, how you say like marketed and franchised well until yeah, that's true. Years later, like that's what I'm saying is like, yeah, there was a computer game. Yeah, there was the arcade game and the NES game. But but this yep. this didn't have like the marketability of uh, Star Wars or um, Ewoks or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, like. There weren't really uh, cool toys that you're going to make out of this movie. I disagree only because I immediately we went out and bought the computer game. But I, I've, I remember like always wanting to, to play with random sticks and make them think and try to become a wizard. Yeah. Like I, I, I definitely think it's a, it, like I said, like it just, they couldn't, no one figured out how to monetize it. Yeah. It is a well-known fact that, uh, I want my high fantasy before laser beams and technology. I want dragons. I want knights. I want swords and sorcery. Um, Willow is my jam. But like I said, I didn't. I don't think I remember seeing it as a kid. So I, I, I I'm going to go with you, Cartel. It was not marketed properly because, I like I said, yeah, I don't think anyone knew how to market high, uh, you know, swords and whatnot. Is because you know. Because we came off of Star Wars, you know what I mean. Like we we came off of space battles, and then we went to, you know, there's no. It wasn't until Lord of the Rings that we got uh, just medieval style. The, yeah, the world excited about high fantasy. I guess is what. Yes. What what happened with Lord of the Rings? Um, did you guys know that most of Val Kilmer's lines were improv by him? I did not know that. I did not know that either. Yeah, apparently, uh, I don't know if there was stuff written for him or if his his part was smaller. But they, they, I guess, they basically were just like, "Yeah, do your thing, man. Be Mad Mardigan," and that's what he did. I mean, that's uh, great that he got to show off his acting chops for uh, taking over that character. So, I mean, that's great. That's, that's credit to uh, that creative team, which was, I mean, I mean. The creative team of Lucas Spielberg and Howard. Yeah, the, the most yeah. powerful people in the world. Yeah, I um. mean, I mean, that's just <laughs> look who I'm giving giving credit yeah. to. All right, yeah. yep. All right. <laughs> I don't want to retract it. It's just like, oh yeah, it makes sense. No, that that's the the crowning moment in their career. Actually, is credit from Cartel. <laughs> Put it in their Wikipedia, yeah. people. Um, <laughs> you guys want to hear some? Uh, Willow trivia. Yeah, but why did you get an accent for it? Did I? A little bit. I didn't mean to. Well, hit me with the trivia. <laughs> okay, does anybody want to... <laughs> oh, you just meant read the trivia, not give you the, is the this, line again? <laughs> is this is this brownie trivia? What? Is this brownie trivia? Because there's the brownies? Ooh. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, the devil dogs were Rottweilers in rubber masks and suits. They weren't actual devil dogs. I know you were worried about that. That's uh, a disappointment. I wanted a devil dog. The pig, the large group of pigs outside of the castle uh, continuously tried mating. And they had to be... Uh, they had to have buckets of cold water thrown on them all the time. Um, Warwick Davis met his wife during this movie. His wife. She was one of the actors, and so was her father. Here's a cool one. During the off hours of shooting, Kevin Pollock and Rick Overton went to a bar, a local bar in California, uh, where they ended up performing improv, and one of the audience members jumped up on stage and participated with them, and it was Robin Williams. That's pretty awesome. That's a Yeah, that's a pretty awesome story. For Kevin Pollock and Rick Overton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we um, should as, have been there. Yeah. Jesus. Um, when Vil Calmer... Vil Calmer... Vil. <laughs> evil twin. Vil, when good old Vil Calmer, the dark v- Val Kilmer, uh, mega Val Kilmer, if you will, uh, was getting out of his crow cage uh, between takes, the chain actually snapped. And the cage came down on his foot, and you can actually see him limping in one of the scenes when he arrives on Finn Raziel's island. Hmm. Uh, in preparation for the movie, Warwick Davis had to learn a modified accent, how to take care of a baby, how to ride a horse, how to sword fight, and how to perform magic. I don't know if that means real magic or just pretend magic. Real I'm magic. sure it was I'm sure it was some sort of sleight no. of hand. It it means it means the tricks that he does at the beginning of the movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, when he's just a magician. Joanne Wally or Whaley, we still have not figured that out, uh, accidentally stuck her sword in a stuntman's foot while sticking the sword into the ground at the tavern. They weren't using rubber swords? Apparently not. This is the first film to use the morphing process developed by Industrial Light and Magic, ILM, Ooh. for those of the know. It, that's actually one of my <laughs> complaints with, with the uh, with the movie. I mean, it was, you can definitely tell, it's... 1988. I know. It's it's like the Rancor in uh, in Star Wars. It It's bad. It's bad in Willow 2. I mean, it, but again, 1988, like... The previous stuff is like Jason the Argonauts. Yeah, I you mean, know what I mean? Like, uh, other than that, so like all of the practical effects and like all the rest of the things that Ilum did in Willow are fantastic. But you can definitely tell that this was um, cutting edge technology, not yet perfected, and not really that good. Back to what we were saying about the marketing and the world not catching on to high fantasy until Lord of the Rings. Uh, major film studios turned down the chance to distribute and co-finance the movie uh, because they didn't believe the fantasy genre was successful because of movies like Dragon Slayer, Crawl, Legend, and Labyrinth all underperformed. All cult classics. I I thought Dragon Slayer and Labyrinth were both really good. I mean, again, they're all cult classics. They didn't find their audience originally. They found it. I don't remember video. Legend. That's uh, the, the the Tom Cruise and uh... yeah, it is. I remember it was Tom Cruise, but I don't. And uh, I don't remember it. Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, Frankenfurter. Yeah, it was the devil. Tim Curry. Uh, Tim Curry. Yeah, thank you. Um, I have to watch that one again. I gotta go. 
I actually, on my very first date with my partner, watched Crawl. Is what we watched. I do remember um, that one, but I don't. I don't remember Legend. That's how lame we are. <laughs> but speaking of my partner, after meeting on the set of this film, you see how I did that. Uh, Val Kilmer and Joanne Wally Whaley were married. Is all right. So that's two marriages that came from this movie. Is it a rule? That during the filming of a movie, somebody has to get married that met on the set? That's all you ever hear from movies. Uh, mostly it's directors and the young female star, uh, which is Creep Dog City. It is but. creepy. But I would say that it, I, <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily creepy. I mean, that part is. But for like actors and actresses to, to meet. And, I mean, you're working together every single day. And um, having to like sort of open yourself up to to acting with that person can probably bring you pretty close to that person too. So I don't know their, their onset chemistry was, um, was good in this movie and you could tell that it wasn't just acting or they were really good at acting. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. I wanted to be Val Comer. <laughs> yeah, that's enough, uh, trivia for now. Uh, we definitely have to move on. We're running a little, a little crazy with this one real quick. Has anybody watched the show? The Disney plus series i have not but i have one bit of trivia for you once you're done oh uh is it willow movie or willow show willow movie then shoot it shoot it at me john cusack is that how i want to say that <laughs> shoot it. yes i'm gonna shoot this at you <laughs> john, yeah how do you feel about john cusack shooting at you <laughs> i mean i love it all right What's up? well john cusack tested for the role of mad mardigan but he lost out to val kilmer and he considers that his biggest disappointment in his career. Yeah, I would too. I mean, that's a... But can you imagine this movie with John Cusack instead of Val Kilmer in this role? Terrible. I know, it, and Mad I love... Morgan, it would be a different movie. Mad Morgan yeah. would be a neurotic Mad Morgan instead of a mad Mad Morgan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it does. I love John Cusack, but there's no way that he should have been in that role. And he, he rightly lost out to Val Kilmer. And we and I love you in uh, all your other movies, John Cusack. Yeah, because he's listening. Yeah, I, no, he John is. Cusack. He is. He's a, he's a top no, tier subscriber. Joan listens. John does not. <laughs> is oh. that nega John Cusack? Not his, no, that's his sister. I know I'm yes. saying. Not his sister. <laughs> not his sister. This is his evil twin. <laughs> um, Who competes with his sister. <laughs> Cartel, have you told me that you didn't watch the series yet? <laughs> uh, I, I think I started it, but I, I oh really? Not, I've watched maybe one or two episodes, but I have not. Uh... So it is not critically acclaimed. Actually, it might be, but people aren't you know jumping all over it. I fucking loved it so much. It is Willow mixed with a Knight's Tale, so it's got that. Bowie kind of music behind it, you know, like more, there's like some parts where you're like, what? Why is this modern all of a sudden? It's like, yeah, it's the, that great mix. Um, all of the actors are amazing in it. Uh, everybody's, you know, giving it a hundred percent. Uh, it's got the girl power, which is severely lacking in the world. We need that in more entertainment. I fucking love it. I have watched through, is it 13, 8 episodes? No, I don't remember how many episodes. I'm dumb. Uh, but I've watched through it twice. It's great. And I hope there's a second season.
There was not. I don't think I've ever done that with a series. I, to be fair, I do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've watched through SG One, which is like twenty some seasons, probably twenty some times. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, not like sit down staring at the TV watch, but it's on. I know. I know every episode. Uh, but anyway, anyway, um, yeah, the series was amazing. If you didn't like it, I think you're just mad because a white girl and a black girl kiss. Kid, kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and now it's time for our letterbox review. <laughs> Cartel. One sentence review of Willow and a five star rating. Um, you're a wizard, Willow. Four stars. <laughs> I like it. Michael, same same thing. Put me on the spot here for this one. This is going to happen every movie, just so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing happened to me just now, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. Han Solo and an Ewok save the world. Four stars. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to say Warwick Davis should have been top build. He's amazing. Willow was great. I don't know why these guys don't like the effects. They were awesome for the time. Five stars. There we go. And that was our Letterbox review. You can check out all of our reviews on the Letterbox at the tie-ins. Let's move on to the video game. But before we do that, let's take a break. And we're back. We played the Willow NES game. I also played the arcade game a little bit which is really good. Cartel owned the computer game, as he already said. So we we got this one covered. Gentlemen, for, like, initial thoughts of the video game. Cartel? <laughs> <laughs> I think we... Technical difficulties here? We've completely lost you, Cartel? Oh. I, I haven't said anything. Uh... Um... <laughs> You know you're supposed to go first when it's up in the air. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, this game, it's good. It's it's good. It's fine. Uh, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be as well. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a lot of... I actually did have a lot of fun with this game. I... Not gonna touch it again, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's all right, Michael. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I, I, yeah, I played this game when I was a kid. Um, I, I liked it then, I liked it um, on the replay. I have um, a couple gripes with it, um, but if you're if you're thinking about like uh, a link to the past, um, it's very similar. To to the Zelda games, yes, it's. I don't think it's as well executed as the Zelda games, though. But I mean, like as a whole, it's good. It's got good music. It's got pretty good graphics. The um, the controls are pretty tight, but it just fails in a couple of areas for me. Like the the items are just really not that good. Like you you were really 
happy when you got a new item in Zelda, like the boomerang or the bombs or something like that. Like it, it's it opened very up, clunky with the item system. Yeah, yeah, it, it just that. opened up all these new possible or the raft and the ladder. It, just like the whole game became different every single time you got an item, and the items in Willow just suck. I, I almost never use any of them except like the get out of the cave whistle that you use. Um, the rest of them are just terrible. I mean, the transporting dragon guy. Yes, but I mean, that's just like, that should have just been um, fast map travel, like Skyrim or something like that. Um, oh, yeah, this game from... Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't do my spiel, so we don't know when this game was from. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, let me go. Uh, I loved the game. I did not play it as a kid. Mike, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, first thoughts there. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I also uh, did not play did this one more? as a kid. Um, my, last, my last gripe with it is that in games, uh, I don't mind feeling um, like I'm grinding at the beginning if I'm going to feel powerful at the end. Like once, I've, once I'm done like grinding and getting all the experience and getting all the items. Right. But... Even at the end game, I never felt like powerful in Willow, um, and and that's I mean that's why I play games. I I like to become this like badass, like completely min maxed character that dodges everything and like one shots people. And you just I just never got there uh, with Willow, so um, I felt like the leveling and the items um, really held it back. But overall. Um, this was this was one of the better NES games. This was a, this is a really good game. I would say just a little bit below Zelda. This is like when I asked Mike for a letterbox one sentence review, and <laughs> he gives me four pages. Look, I have thoughts. I have feelings. <laughs> so yeah, my initial thoughts before I go into my spiel that I forgot to do. I didn't play this game as a kid. I really enjoyed it, and I think that it has a mechanic in it that. No other NES game, and I'm, I'm probably going to be wrong about this, but no other NES game that I know of had, and it was a perfect mechanic that should have been added into other NES games. Let me hop into my spiel here. Willow, the video game, the NES game, is a 1989 2D action role-playing game developed and published by Capcom for the NES. You can get this game still. It's not one of the crazy ones. You can still get it for, like, Nineteen ninety nine to about thirty some bucks. I did not find one of those crazy in box in a glass case three thousand dollar ones for Willow. Uh, so yeah, you can grab Willow as long as you're cool with just the cartridge. Um, you can also just get the instructions alone for nineteen ninety nine. Uh, the internet's a dumb place. Yeah, this game was great. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a continuation of Zelda. I was gonna say this You're is your up. this is your bread and butter. Like uh... yeah, this is, RPGs are my jam. I was mad as Mike alluded to earlier. Uh, I was mad that sixteen was the max level. Yeah, like uh, like I'm sure this is like the if you had discovered this as a child, you would have loved it. Actually, funny story. I didn't own the game when I was a child, but a coworker of my mother's. Heard about my uh, video game prowess? I don't. I don't know what to what to call it. <laughs> my prowess is definitely prowess is definitely the wrong word. <laughs> my acumen for playing video games. You play video games. <coughs> she heard, and I, I I was good. 
and actually had my mother drive me over to their house so I could beat or figure out a part I don't really remember on this game for them, an adult. And that was it. Then my mom drove me home. It was weird. But now that I've played the game, I think it was probably uh, they couldn't figure out that they should level up. They had to be level 13 to talk to that person. (laughs) (laughs) Or it was the ghost couple. Because the ghost couple actually has a... If you don't do it in the correct order, you can just get stuck there fighting that boss over and over again. Oh. Yeah, if you don't collect the cross flute, uh, then that boss just regains his health and stamina, and you just fight him again, and then it happens again and again and again. So yeah, that's a little bit... That's NES hard right there. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Alright, so the mechanic I was speaking of earlier, depending on your level, when you get a more powerful sword... If you're low level, you swing it slower. Yep. Did you guys notice this? I did, yeah. And then when you level up, you start swinging it faster? Yes. But it's still the same sword, and you just are learning how to use it better? Yeah. Which is a mechanic that no other game I know of had at that time. That's like, you got new weapons, yeah, but Mm -hmm. you just used them. It was was definitely a a new feature for me, especially in this game, where it was, uh, you have to... uh, I guess level up slash power up your weapons. The only thing I can think and, of and in, just use um, in other RPGs is uh, when you pick up a weapon that is like um, minimum level like 20 and you're like a level 18 or 19, you are allowed to equip it, but you get a huge speed penalty for doing so, which is pretty similar. But those weren't until much later games that did that. Yeah. Cartel. Do you want to uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, computer Willow days? Uh, I had the Willow game for the PC back in the day, which would have been of... I had an AV86, I believe. IBM 1, IBM PC, IBM compatible. It was a knockoff. My dad got in 1988. We kept it until way too long. <laughs> and uh, I, know, I know all about that. <laughs> And I, 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 just, I mean, like, well, I mean, we got an '88, and I don't remember the first game, but I know we had this like game, kind of like Pong, but it was dragon based. And then we bought this game and the Batman Brunderbung or Data East or something game like that. Like, there are very few computer games that I could run on my computer, <laughs> but uh, I do remember having this one because it had a uh, downhill sled stage. I do remember that. You told me this a while ago. I looked it up on YouTube. <sighs> Only if... Are you trying to say there's no downhill sled stage? Oh, no. There is. Okay. Okay. Whew. But only if you were watching the movie at the same time and the developer of said computer game was sitting behind you, would you know that it was the downhill sled part? <laughs> <laughs> Look this game up on YouTube, people. It is... What? you wa- One of the levels, you walk across a field. That's it. No. So, I, something's chasing you, but you don't fight it. You just walk across the field. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've even made it across the field once. <laughs> it's it's a hard level. the sled ride. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I did, but I'm sure I beat the game once, but I'm sure I also went like, 
this is a tough game because I mean, I, all right. But, so, so, so my original computer was uh, an a pre eighty six even probably because I do remember. Do I even remember playing this on the portable? I had a portable which was an eighty eighty eight, and it was like a briefcase, and I don't think. I don't remember playing it on that. So now I don't know now. But I totally understand your nostalgia for that because in my head, every single Commodore 64 game I had was a masterpiece. <laughs> and I know that if I went back, I would not even be able to figure out how to play them. <laughs> Dude, I went back I went back to try to play the TIE Fighter and X-Wing games not, not too long ago. And without a flight stick, they're impossible. And, and even with the flight stick, they're still impossible because it's like, oh my god, it's so like just dated stuff. <laughs> but I can't wait until we get into some movies where we have to play a Commodore sixty four game. That's gonna be, I'm gonna really enjoy that. Um, I also played the arcade game a little bit. That is like a side scrolling action platformer. It's a classic. Yes, classic. It's really good. Classic arcade. Uh, uh, it's uh, definitely a, a quarter burner, but it is really good. It made its, it's made it, it made its popularity through Maine, and uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a great one. All right, let's hop back to the NES now and, and close it out. Michael, did you complain about having to be a certain level to beat the boss? Yes, you did. Because uh, how shitty would that be if you? played through this game and were awesome and tore it up and then you get to the boss and you just don't have enough magic to beat the boss. That reminds mm-hmm. me of of Ghosts and Goblins where you can get all the way to the boss but if you don't have the shield weapon, they send you back four stages. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, those stages aren't easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you um, know, even with your magic like completely leveled up, top level, um, you, you had to be I think you were only allowed one miss, right? Like you had to hit ninety percent of your shots. Uh, well, top top level was a little bit more. I think uh, level thirteen or fifteen. It's thirteen to change uh, what's her face back into a human. Yeah, fifteen is the minimum to beat the boss. I think, right? I can't remember. I remember. Where, wherever I was at, I think I only had one miss. That was pretty hard. Yeah. And also, speaking of the levels, a very tough mob in this game give only gives you 110 or 210. Was that experience? Anybody remember? I don't remember. I know you had to farm them a lot. But I think, let's say 210. Not a lot. Level 15 is 72,640 experience yeah. to get to. That's that's that is one of my biggest complaints <laughs> of this game is that uh that is a lot of grinding. It's a lot of grinding. And um I I can't remember if I had like a broken finger or something like that for a family vacation, but there was some vacation that I went on that um it was going to be like at a lake, there was going to be water, sports and stuff like that, but I wasn't going to be able to do it. And so I brought the Nintendo and I rented Willow um, from Blockbuster because um, I was going to be stuck doing stupid <laughs> stuff while everyone else was on the That's lake awesome. the whole time. And I just remember just grinding blobs for days. And 
that is that is so awesome. And I will remind you what what that reminds me of. Uh, off mic, off air. <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. No, nope. you don't. You were not there, Johnny, but Mike was there. <laughs> All right, I think I look forward to this. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it it reminds me of uh, I used to have to go into work with my parents. Uh, they both worked at my grandparents' pizza place and I would bring my Nintendo and a TV, a tube TV, into the walk-in cooler <laughs> and sit there on a milk crate with the TV on a milk crate. Did you have like your and winter jacket on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> and just hang out there. I don't think... <laughs> If a health inspector showed up, that <laughs> yeah, so you, you, know, you guys know up. you just have a kid in your freezer and you're walking. <laughs> He's just playing games. <laughs> oh shit! Um, go flyers yeah. or go birds? Go go fillies? Wait, what? <laughs> what are you saying to the guy who's opening up? <laughs> you sound so far away again. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Now you sound like a robot. <laughs> um, I'm actually trying to stall because I'm looking up. There are two characters in this game that are not in the movie. And in normal NES programmer pervert <laughs> fashion, they have provocative names for no reason. A bang and a dick? Yes! Thank you, Michael. How did you found that quick? Yep. Oh, oh my god. Just remember. No. Yeah, there's two characters uh, that are not in the movie, and one of them's named A Bang, the other one's named A Dick. Yeah. NES guys, uh, almost every game has weird shit like this in it. Like, good, good for you, developers? Uh, <laughs> did you make it to the credits, Michael? Or did you watch the credits at all? I did. Uh, did you notice that the artists in this game were Tall Knob, Fishman, and Tom Pon. I did not. I'm I'm willing to guess those are the guys that made a dick and a bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah, uh, final thoughts, guys. Uh, Willow, the NES game. We've been, this has been a very scatterbrained episode. Uh, <laughs> Cartel, final thoughts. Um... <laughs> Check it out. It's worth it's worth a it's worth a tryout. The NES one, go for it. Uh, give it a run. You'll probably enjoy it. And that was Cartel from a different room. I don't Tell know why. I don't know why I'm in a different <laughs> room. <but. laughs> Some audio difficulties. Uh, Michael, um, your final thoughts. Yeah, if I definitely think you should check it out if you are a fan of any of the early Zelda games or uh, RPGs like that. Um, uh, one of the better NES games doesn't quite rise to the level of Zelda, but still very good. Good soundtrack, um, good bosses, and just items kind of suck. But definitely a good game. One of the better NES ones. Yep. I'm going to say uh, if every movie tie-in cash grab kind of deal was a Zelda clone, tie-ins wouldn't have the bad name that they have now. This move, This game was awesome fun it wasn't zelda tier but it's a great rpg and it was fun even if you've never seen the movie the game is great that'll do it for this week's episode uh 
I hope you enjoyed Willow, the movie, the series, the NES game, the PC game, the arcade game. <laughs> uh, Name them all. And them. all the other weird shit that we talked about this episode. Name them. Uh, we are the tie-ins. I'm Johnny. I'm Cartel. Sometimes he's here. He's Sometimes he's driving he's down the road. But he's always Cartel. <laughs> I'm right here. Am I not here? No. I'm here, right here. Am I here? Get out of here. Bye-bye. I'm Mike. And I'm and I'm actually here, not riding my bike, streaming the episode on my phone. And uh we just wasted a whole lot of your time. All the time. Bye bye. Follow us at the tie-ins on all social media. Join our Discord, the link to which can be found on all said social media. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the tie-ins. And please remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps connect us to more listeners like you. Well, not like you. Better, cooler listeners.